Greetings, constant listeners. It's Jen to the Rage Adams. What you're about to hear is a clip from our Patreon exclusive episode that sees the losers taking inventory on the highs and lows of the horror genre in 2022. Rest assured, Stephen King's place in it all is discussed. So how do you hear the full thing? You can get it now by becoming a member of our Patreon, The Barons. In addition to this episode, you can also unlock hundreds of hours worth of exclusive content, our Stephen King archival series, our own Dark Tower Detour series, our Spooky Souls Midnight series, our Stranger Things spinoff series, our Michael Crichton spinoff series, dozens of commentaries on all your favorite Stephen King movies, and countless exclusive episodes just like this. Subscribe now through the link in the description of this episode or visit www.patreon.com slash thebarons. Hope to see you there over long days and pleasant nights. I was looking at my top movies of last year, and I only have one on there that could, well, maybe two that could be conceivably called horror movies, and they're both pretty loose definitions of it. Whereas this year, the top of my list is pretty much dominated by things I would consider horror, because I think it's a better year. Whereas last year, it's like, it really wasn't, um, but... Uh, Titan, the uh, Julie DeCarno oh. movie, oh, right. which um, I guess you can call horror, but I think it's kind of a loosey-goosey sort of thing. That movie is just really impressive, and I I haven't stopped thinking about it. Um, I would never want to watch it again. But um, <laughs> And then uh, the Scary and 64, uh, Scary of 61st, which is um, uh, Dasha Nekrasova's movie about women who become obsessed with Jeffrey Epstein, which uh, is a movie I, I think... I appreciate it. It's very low budget and there are parts of it that really don't work because it's so low budget. But I think it's such a unique concept and there are scenes in it that are just genuinely, truly chilling and really wild and over the top. I really loved it because it really channeled, um, I don't know, 70s grime and vibes. And uh, and I love Epstein content. What can I say? I'm a, I'm a <laughs> Can't big Can't get freak. enough. Yeah. Can't get enough, man. Bring it on. More docu-series. Um, okay, so I don't know. I thought that was a good question because I was thinking it really wasn't a great year for horror last No, year. it really, it really yeah. wasn't. Yeah. Real stinker. Yeah, I was like looking at it. And yeah, like Nighthouse was a bright spot. Uh, yeah. Like Deep House was a bright spot, I think. And then um, The Vigil, obviously. Although The Vigil, like there's like... That came out like it was pretty murky there too, where it was like exactly. 2020, but then also 2021, yeah. and yeah. then um, it's, it's like this the dash cam situation, which I did count as a 2022 horror movie because I'll probably mention that later. Um, you know, it's a movie though that of uh, 2021 that I forgot about, and it's I think it has a special place in my heart because it was one of the first times we returned uh, to the theaters. It was uh, oh, Spiral? Re- no, well, Spiral Malignant? was fun, but like, um, no, I hated Malignant. But, oh, Resident uh, I, I didn't even, Re- I, I didn't like it either, and uh, everyone yeah. else did. It was driving me nuts. Man. That was like my, uh, that was just not a fun time for me, because I was Mm-mm. just like, how, what is, what am I missing here? Um, <laughs> but Resident Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City, I had so much fun watching that movie with, with, uh, with you, Randall, and like, I revisited yeah. this past year, just during the summer, and the movie's still really fun. Like, I, I just, yeah. you know, so I, that was, I'm, lo- I'm just looking at like, I usually go to Google. And uh, and type in like in the images, and you can yeah. just see all the posters and stuff. And that one just came out, and I was like, "Oh, that was 2021." Like for some reason, like 2020, 2021, and then parts of 2022 still blend together for me. Like yeah. it still feels they're, like they're this... the the missing years. Yeah. of yeah. our lives. Yeah. I remember after finishing Resident Evil, we were like, definitely had its problems, but 
really hope it gets a sequel, but it's yeah, not looking it, likely nah, at this point. Because nah. they, yeah. Although, yeah, because it, it, I think it scratched as you and I grow up playing those games. It really scratched a lot of itches, but also was had the right tone, I think. And mm-hmm. um, and it was Johan Roberts, right, who did yeah. uh, forty seven yeah. meters down. He's yeah. really good, and he also did my favorite. Uh, short in VHS, VHS. 99, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, which came out this year. So he's a director to watch. Not really. He's already established, but okay. So let's talk about movies, uh, movie questions. And so I, I guess this is sort of a natural lead in. Like we've all kind of agreed that last year was a rough year for horror. This was at least a better year for horror. At least I know Ashley feels that way. Mike, Jen, do you guys feel that this was a good year for horror? Absolutely. Yeah, it was a fantastic year for horror. Um, I think because there were like big movies, there was IP, there were sequels, there were remakes. Um, Indie. Exactly. And a lot Mm -hmm. of indie, like I feel like the past two years have really been dominated by these indie movies, um, which a lot, some of them are great, but I feel like a lot of times the really low budget ones are hit or miss. And, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of times depends on your own, like what you bring to the movie. Um, But this one, I feel like there's just so many, there's something for everybody. You know, I'm looking through because you made a list that you sent to all of us. And I was looking through and I was really having to a hard time picking a favorite because there are so many that I really liked, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, embarrassment of riches. I agree. Yeah. That's that's a perfect way to describe it, because I was thinking about it and I was like, wow, really did hit the boxes for quantity and quality for me. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think we mm-hmm. just I mean. I wrote such a stupid fucking PR uh, sentence about this in my notes. It was like, we had a true bounty of horror releases this year. It's <laughs> like, what a fucking lame ass tw- sentence. But like, I mean, you're right, Jenny. It really was an embarrassment. I mean, it was just, it, it, there was so much eclecticism and there were uh-huh. so many original stories that I was kind of surprised because I think one of the things I like, I always just, harp on so much is just the fact that oh it's another sequel oh here we got another remake and another reboot and like yeah we had some sequels we had some remakes but not really in the horror genre like the horror genre itself this year we just had a lot of originality and Mm -hmm. you know in terms of whether or not it really landed on the execution front obviously we'll debate that but like I think for the most part like it was very rare for me to walk away from most of these movies and go, oh, that was genuinely awful. Whereas like I look at the 2021 movies and there are so many movies that I just, I would never want to watch again. Like I just think about some of the movies that released that year and I'm just like, oh God, I would lose my mind if I had to rewatch this movies again. And box office wise, when you think about it, so this year, I, you know, obviously the year isn't over yet, but let's be real. It's not like Violent Night's going to be ratcheting up the fucking or changing the things. But I will say like, it, you know, $643 million in horror box office revenue. Wow. And that's just domestic. That's strictly yeah. domestic. Now compared to 2021, that was $580 million. And mm-hmm. th- here's, the th- here's the twist though. And the reason why um, uh, 2021 was so high is that, Halloween Kills did huge at the box office yeah. um, in, in 2021. Um, you know, it still did fine here. It did 64 for Halloween Ends, but Halloween Kills did 92. But the big yep. thing that, that, that just kind of put 2021 over the map was The Quiet Place Part 2. Yeah. Um, whereas here's the distinguishing factor. You know it was the number one horror movie this year? This year? Yeah. This year? Mm-hmm. Smile. Scream? Nope. It wasn't Smile? No. Oh, it's it up wasn't there. Scream. It's, Was it's, it's Halloween so Hens? close. Nope. It's it's nope. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. So which which oh. look that I mean, think of it this way. So yeah. the first two movies that are the the highest grossing films this year, Nope, Smile, The Black Phone. Those are the f- first three. Now, granted, one of them is an adaptation. Here's the here are the top three for last year in 2021: A Quiet Place Part Two, Halloween Kills, The Conjuring. Yeah. Like 
I'm tired. That's kind of a huge, great 180 in my, yeah. in my opinion. I agree. Yeah. And that's a good sign because hopefully that means they'll be, you know, greenlighting more original horror movies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. they definitely um, will. I know like Paramount's brought on a new like mm-hmm. director just for horror. So Oh, that's great. Ooh. Um, it's going to be great. And even the like remake slash IP slash stuff we already know it still felt really original too. I agree. I don't yeah. feel like I've really watched any retreads this year. You know. Well, for well, me, no, we'll get to it. <laughs> yeah, there's maybe some, but I will say like <laughs> I added the I added we have a category later like best use of IP, and I included that because I was like there actually were some clever spins on IP this year. Whereas like when I watched Conjuring Three last year, I was like this is the worst version of this movie I that I could ever imagine. Um, we were like texting each other back and forth. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what, Mike? I remember just like, us texting each other back and forth and losing our minds about that movie. It's just being oh, like, yeah. what is going on in this fucking yeah. film? Like, th- this <laughs> Why is, is this insane. two and a half hours? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I feel like last year, though, the big the big breakout movie, although I, I'd love to know if other people on this call were into it, but like Malignant, I feel like was the big breakout last mm-hmm. year. But I know Mike and I were not hot on that movie, although I agree fan. the last like the last 20 25 minutes, 30 minutes are, is pretty cool. Um, that's like when it was fun, but the rest of that movie was rough for me. But like, yeah, Ashley, you said you weren't a fan. Yeah. No. Nope. <laughs> I know I just like quietly shook my head on this audio program, yeah. but no, I was not a fan of Malignant. Why didn't you like, and, like it?